What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Intimate Knowledge with Brooke Burke, Megan King, and sex and intimacy coach, Leela DeVille. It's a show about sex. Hey, Megan. Hey, Brooke. How are you? How are you, babe? It's nice to see your beautiful face. Leela is not joining us this week because she's caught up with life, which is okay. So it's just the two of us. What kind of trouble can we get into? (laughs) We can make all kinds of trouble. How are you? How's, How's life? Oh. I'm good. I'm, I'm breathing in some fresh air and I saw that all over the gram. Yeah. I'm enjoying some time with my new man and my kiddos are getting outside more. And I think we're just able to breathe, you know, a little easier. How about you? I saw some gorgeous pictures of you out in nature in the wilderness and hiking. And I saw you with your daughter and you look so happy and it's so nice to see you getting out. Cause I know lock, down has been super challenging for you. And I just keep saying like to my friends and and my family, like it's so good to be outside and get some vitamin D and figure out new ways of living with all of these challenges. I'm I'm doing, I'm doing great. I, I actually had friends over outside this weekend and we're doing it very carefully. And I have just made a real decision to learn how, you know, to live with the risks that we are going to be exposed to for a long time and you know we're washing our hands and being responsible and taking care of our own little space and bubble but I'm feeling I'm feeling better and actually just you know recently this week some gyms and studios are starting to open up Mm -hmm. and you know I'm all about home workouts because of my app business but I think I'm Mm -hmm. going to I'm a little apprehensive but I think I'm going to go to my sweat yoga class it's an infrared yoga studio And I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but you know, it's going to be half capacity and whatnot. And just like kind of baby steps of getting back to normal and doing it more carefully. Carefully. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, mental health and physical health are, they go hand in hand, you know? So the more that you can, um, 
you can um, free your mind and free your yeah. body. I think the healthier everybody's going to be as long as we I do think so. I know. And I taught a breathwork yeah. class um, this weekend, actually in my TP, which was so cool because that was my I dream want to go in your TP and do a yeah. breathwork class. As soon as you come back, <laughs> do it, do it. We could do okay. it like as couples. We could do it small, uh, you know, intimate. I could Yay. do a one-on-one and do like a really love healing, it. a healing session, which I think oh, would be love so that. important. So anyway, I love watching okay, what we'll you're doing. You look so happy, babe. Thanks. So do yeah. you. Thank you. I know I you're good. working so much. Okay. So Brooke, to so switch gears a little bit. Okay. I Did you read that article? From the, I, uh, did you talk about oh, the, New York? the New York one? The New York guidelines? What was yeah. it? What was New that York article? health officials have some kinky new advice for sex during coronas. T- coronas. I mean, <laughs> during coronavirus. Coronas. I was laying in bed this morning reading this with my boyfriend and we were cracking up. I mean, can I we just talk about this article? Uh-huh. What the actual fuck? I mean, first of all, first of all, okay. they were talking about glory holes. I didn't even know what that term was. And then I realized it's actually a, a porn term where there's like a hole. And so you're not seeing your partner. You just get access to the pleasure of them. And then someone you else told me it's to like penis. Yeah. And then somebody else told me it's like a hole in a stall for like gay interaction, whatever. I, I just, oh, it's a gay I, I, thing? Uh-huh. Well, I think it's both. I think it's both. Um, well, it's weird. Like they're encouraging a glory hole by saying that they're encouraging walls, be- walls between walls. Walls. Like literally. But like, still having sex. Literal walls. Literal walls. And also, um, did you see their guidelines on orgies? They said listen. they don't encourage group sex, but if you must have more than one partner please do it in open spaces <laughs> i mean i could not believe it it literally said make it more kinky Wait, this was the direct quote okay from the from the um official advisory notice this was posted on monday and it literally said in quotes make it a little kinky by considering wearing masks considering like, wearing masks can, can you imagine <laughs> I can't kiss you, but I'm going to give you full access to every other part of my body, but don't breathe on me. I was, is this what we're fucking coming to? Like, I was I mean, dying. I was, it, or, am I just like completely prude or something? Because I, I don't really okay. think I need to talk about having what to do with orgies during coronavirus. I mean, like, that's not, I, it's not applicable to me. I just, or my I people. couldn't, or glory holes. I've never even heard. I, I, I couldn't even <laughs> believe it. And I know that there's been like, you know, there's been a lot of confusion since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. I know that. Um, but it's so weird. It's almost like. It's, if just, you, it's uh, almost like a joke. I, it, totally. Totally. It says avoid kissing anyone who's not part of your small circle of close contacts. And if you're going to host an orgy, do it in a large, more open, well-ventilated space. Well-ventilated space. Ah, yes. I mean. I mean. I, oh, and, oh, here, here, get this, get this. For those of us who usually have sex with strangers from the internet, blah, blah, blah. Excuse me? I know. I know. I know. So I was funny. cracking up. It's almost like and, a joke. And I, earned, I learned another word today as well. What's and that? I almost like had to look it up and just fact check this. Analingus. Have you ever heard of that? Well, no, but um, I kind of put two and two together with the anal part and the I didn't know there was a, or a proper term because there's been an ongoing joke. <laughs> I read the New York. 
the New York Post posted something about a month ago about rimming and the dangers of rimming. And you certainly don't want to be doing it with a stranger or someone that's not in your bubble. But if that's your thing, if that's your thing, they wanted everybody to know that the coronavirus could yeah. be easily spread through fe- feces. I was just like, oh my. Yep. Oh yep. My sure God. said that. It says, and it says something <laughs> like, um, oh, would be, warning would be ass eaters. That the yes. virus can be trans. What? Wouldn't be ass eaters. I think we need to get shirts. I think we need to print up shirts made out of that. Would be ass eaters, but coronavirus. You know what? Not to make this whole topic light and funny, but I'm glad that we can even, that we can at least laugh a little bit during this time and that we can lighten up a little bit as things are starting to get lifted. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the second wave coming in and we could possibly find ourselves on lockdown again in the fall, winter, but this week felt really good. Um, just really positive. Yeah. And, it and light feels like and... things are going back, including sex, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe but... if, if going back to sex means having an orgy, then you know what? Be my guest. You do you, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I wasn't am... doing it then. Don't plan on doing it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking, what could, am I Am I out of it here? Like it's so weird. It's almost a. It, it for real. It was. It was almost a joke. I know. I, I'm glad we got a good giggle out of that. Let me ask you this though, because um, it's a little bit. You know, I'm starting to sort of. My backyard is open, and I'm having like small dinner parties outside, and I'm doing it very responsibly. But it's really weird how when you see someone, people almost like back up. It's almost like a whoa, 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 and mm-hmm. it's 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 sort of. It's, 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 there's an uncomfortable moment when you don't know to go in on the hug and you're, and you're finding freedom in the disconnection of human touch. It feels a little bit rude to me, but then it feels reckless to mm-hmm. sort of go in. I actually would go rather hug, hug someone than shake their hand now. Isn't that bizarre? Like I'd really? hug them like shoulder to shoulder just because of the touch and the hands. And I, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I, it feels Without breathing on each other, it feels almost safer to do like the shoulder tap Does than it? to shake hands. I don't know. It's just a question. I, I think I it's mean, an odd I feel moment. like, uh, yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm seeing more people too. And I just go straight in for the hug, but whatever. I'm, but I don't not want to always, shake anyone's hands. Always. It depends who they are. I don't either. And I'm not, I don't do handshakes, but I'll do like kind of the like bow a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, hi, yeah. like like a like a exaggerated nod. Like totally, nice to meet totally, you. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Everything has oh, shifted. It's the new oh normal. Oh my god. Let's talk a little bit um about today's episode because I'm so excited to meet your friend. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. So Mystic I Michaela. have in, I've invited my good friend on, yes, Mystic Michaela, and she has so much knowledge to share. She's incredibly talented. She um is a psychic medium, but she loves um, to really focus on aura colors. I think um, I, I might be speaking for her, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. She, it connects, um, people can connect with aura colors a lot easier and quicker than they can with, you know, going into the whole like psychic thing. And so mm-hmm. to connect on um, an aura color, she, she sees aura colors. It's like reading a vibration, reading energy. Mm. And we all know that there's some people that we can be around who we love or some people that mm-hmm. we just don't connect as easily with. And she kind of explains why that is through aura colors. So I'm I never so heard of, to have her. 
I'm so excited. I've never heard of something like this. I never put any thought mm. into contrasting colors from an aura perspective. And to be honest, I don't know what my aura color is. Do you know what yours is? I do. I'm because yellow of her. and purple. Uh, yes, did, because of her. Did you know but that she before had, her? No, it yeah, meant nothing so- to me if I did. But if you, it's almost kind of like... Um, you might flip through and everybody kind of knows their zodiac symbol or, you know, you could kind of like read what it means for you or everybody knows maybe their love language or mm-hmm. like their My- Myers-Briggs personality. It's mm-hmm. they're kind of all similar in the way that um, some things relate, some things don't. In my experience, the aura colors though have been very spot on. more than any of the others and you can go to her instagram and she has little highlights that um help you understand what or a color you are and i totally love fascinating once it all falls together i'm so excited all right well let's get her on let's do this yeah let's get her on i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great. You see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. 
we're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. figured out zoom yeah congratulations it's, it's, you're one of the very few of us that can figure right. out because i sure can't <laughs> i know i know this is the best we've got right now well it's nice to meet you thanks for joining us this thank you so much for really having fun. me on it's so nice to meet you bro hi megan hi <laughs> did you hear my little intro you're so sweet like seriously <laughs> tell us a little bit about about what you do because I think a lot of people might not necessarily know the difference between um different psychic gifts and abilities yeah so the word psychic tends to freak people out a little bit but it's kind of like I don't even like the word so much that's why I coined my own term spiritual life guidance because it's really mm. about knowing like getting close to yourself and knowing yourself and through that, you can make clear decisions for your life that more are more aligned and reflect what you want. And that's what I try to do with auras. So I see energy around people in color. And we all have energy around us. And uh, it's, like an, it's like a signature. And we all have our own. And like we say vibe. Oh, they have a bad vibe. Or yeah. they have like good energy. So kind of a different way of saying what you see maybe exactly feel somebody even if you don't see their color like you know you feel different people differently totally I think color affects us all in so many different ways it's like a source of energy that has a sensory effect um our moods our energy our feelings our behaviors our I don't know I mean I, I I often change even just color in my household to just create a better a better feeling Absolutely. It changes your energy. Yeah. And I think we all kind of get sick of certain energies around us and we want to change it up or shake it up. And, and, um, there's five main aura colors and kind of depending what combination of the five colors you are, it can affect how you shake that energy up or how you change things in your life. Do you think everybody can see auras? I feel like, you know, what's funny kids can see them. If you ask little kids, kids can see everything. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like I little kids, if you want to know anything, ask a kid. Like like four years old is like the best because they can communicate totally. it to you. But totally. ask a little kid, be like, what color do you see around me? And like point to like your head and see what they say. At nine out of ten mm-hmm. times they swear they're gonna be without missing a beat. Oh, you're blue or you're red or whatever. It's I'm amazing. Totally I know. What a That's, great, let's do that, Megan. I want, I want to ask my children. Yes. Well, I've, I've asked Aspen before and I've asked her what color she sees when she looks in the mirror and she said pink. That's her That's favorite color. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause she is I pink. That. Yeah. That's her. I what know, does she say about you, Meg? I haven't asked her. Oh, you should ask I haven't her. asked her. But I should. And, you, and heart too. Cause he's so blue. You should ask her about heart. And Michaela, oh, do you see your okay. own aura? I do. I'm indigo and purple. So like when I look in the mirror, that's, it's kind of like, it's my third eye, but I'm so used to using it. It feels the same as my actual eyes. Although I know there's like a difference. So it took me a while to figure out what this was good for. Like, cause I always saw colors around people and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but who cares? Right. So I went on and did other things and it wasn't until I was teaching. I used to be a teacher 
And I was like, oh my gosh, like it corresponds to learning styles. And then I was like, oh, wait a second, it corresponds to flipping everything. So Mm -hmm. it like unlocked things for me. And that's what I try to do for people, unlock it for them. How do you you describe like what an aura is for some people? Like I can't see my own and I'm familiar with it, but like what's the best way to define that for our listeners? Yeah, it's a, it's truly a vibration. It's kind of like when you're around somebody, what you pick up, some people make you feel intense. Some people make you feel nervous. Some people make you, you pick up, it depends how perceptive you are too. Like you, Brooke, you're really perceptive. So like you probably can pick up quickly, like that person's nervous. I'm going to make them mm-hmm. feel better. And that person's kind of not so nice. And I'm not going to put my guard down to them. You know, it's like, what vibes you pick up are how you can tell what someone's auras are. So it's truly just how they make you feel is how you can tell what an aura is. It's like an energy bubble around each person. It's like a personality. What color is Brooke? What color is Brooke? Oh, Brooke, you're red and purple. You have red, which is like- I'm red and purple? Own, it should be its own color, honestly, like, because the combination's so- um, out, My daughter's red and purple too, so like I'm used to them. But like the red, it's like, I say it's like living with a rock star and an army sergeant like in the same body so it's like what did you say an army army sergeant an army sergeant and what the rock star like if they were living together in you like (laughs) (laughs) that's super powerful I'm just closing my window because my my boys are motorcycle riding this is like the life of of uh (laughs) zoom calls sorry life is is happening over here um okay wow so red and purple I love that what what are yours so you can even see it like on a zoom call it's not a feeling but you have to I love picture or picture as long as I see eyes I can see them like so like historical figures but I can't go past like I can't do it through paintings you know so like Hmm. before there's photography I can't figure out people's auras are um, so it's hmm. kind of, it's cool. Yeah, I just see I, the what are yours, Megan? What, I'm yellow and purple, right? Yeah. Am you're I yellow still yellow and purple? Yeah, but you're Sometimes like, you I, do that crazy thing where you'll change your, like, you're always yellow, but then you'll pick up. But lately, you're so much more balanced that you feel more consistent to me. Like, why do you, why do you think I'm more balanced? Is, is it because I have a boyfriend? I think so. <laughs> I'm serious. Is it? Is it because I'm happy with my boyfriend? Because you're happy and you're like, like it's so like do your, so. Do your aura colors change? So you basically have the same aura colors your whole life, but because life is hard, you will change the balance of how you wear them. Like you'll wear one, like one energy more than another. Um, depending on what you're going through. Or some people will wear something I call inauthentic colors. You'll pick up a color or an energy or a vibe that's not yours. If you ever see people like, they feel fake to you a little bit, or they feel like they're trying to do something that's really not for them. They're probably, or they're fuzzy. They're hard to read. It's hard to get a read on some people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wearing inauthentic aura colors. Okay, so what about... Okay, let's talk about auras and how they relate to relationships and sexual partners and sexual preferences. Yeah. Because, is, you know, there's some people, now that I guess, you know, I've been through dating and now I'm, I have a boyfriend, I think about chemistry and what just that je ne sais quoi that makes us click. And yeah, there's some kind of energy, some kind of um, invisible connection that we really just can't put our finger on. And I think that a big part of that is, is um the, our vibrations right like our yeah. colors and how we connect with somebody so uh, can you just ex- tell us a little bit about um 
yeah, like maybe we could start with our own aura colors, mine and Brooks, and which is mine is yellow and purple and kind of what that person vibes with. Yeah. yeah. And like, what does it mean to us or how do we use it to our ability to live a more authentic life? Or like when I hear you saying all that, Megan, I think also about pheromones and chemistry. So yes. now that I hear you talking about mm-hmm. auras, I've never thought about it like that. I also, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty tuned in, but I don't know that I can see my own aura or other people's aura. So like, where do we, how do we begin to understand all this? And does it have anything to do with pheromones and chemistry? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just that thing when you just vibe with somebody, you know, like you connect like two puzzle pieces and you're just like, well, this feels good. Um, The thing with the aura is like, if you understand yourself better, then you have more compassion for how other people may be different than you. So And then you can learn not only to self-advocate, but also to understand where someone else is coming from. Mm -hmm. And in an intimate relationship, you know, the communication, sexual communication is important. So it's kind of like, then I won't take it personally if they do things this way or, or, or I do things this way. I can tell them we can just be upfront about it. It's just kind of understanding yourself more and then having compassion for other people. But like you we all need different things in a partner. We can't have the same Prince Charming stereotype guy, like because different mm-hmm. parts of us need different um stimulation. So for you, Brooke, I'll start with you. So you're purple and red. So like with I'm gonna red- take my glasses off so you oh, can yeah, see. I, see my I, see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't see you now. Good idea. Like, the thing is, is like you don't have to see colors to know what I'm talking about. Like purple people in general, have just kind of a spontaneous, intuitive, like, um, vibration. So with you and how that relates to just intimacy is kind of like non-judgmental or like, whatever, I'll I'll try that. Or you want to do that? We can talk about that or, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of more open-minded in that way. So purple people intimately are usually kind of more like, let's do different things. Let's do it differently. But you're red too, which is like opposite land. So red people are a little bit more. So like, cause you've got both. So that's like a, a like a powerful combo. Red people in an intimate relationship have a lot of confidence. And sometimes they have to be um, stimulated more visually or they, they're kind of more hmm. into things that are like, um, they need to hear it. They need like, tell me if this is good. Tell me what you like, you know, like, like, tell me you like <laughs> it. You? Right? That's me. Well, that's like, totally, I want to like, hear I... you scream, like whatever it is, like, tell me. And, and like, that's part of it. It's like the extra sensory part and the purple part's just like, oh, woohoo, fun. Like have a good time part. Um, but if you're with somebody who can't handle that, that might scare the hell out of them. And then like, if they have like, if they're like, green for example like I feel like you would not do great with a green person I'm trying to think of what Christian's my partner green. is and I, I don't know oh do you know that can you see it I know Christian's green because because Mystic Michaela has told me that I don't see it can, I know that I don't see it either I'm trying to think of what my partner so you so Brooke would not be good with Christian too bad I feel like green, he's mine. A green guy <laughs> and does green work for Brooke <laughs> clearly green is working for you Megan because you're yellow and purple God, I don't know what my partner is hmm. I have to see a picture. I don't, uh, is he, I have to look now. Now I want to look I can at text you one. Yes. Text me one. I want to see. Are you going to pull you. one up on the internet? Okay, good. That's awesome. Um, so this is fascinating. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm red and purple. What do I, what, well, what can I learn about myself considering that I might be controlling and spontaneous? That's such a contradiction <laughs> like or like same, what? Same time. <laughs> 
red and purple is honestly in like an anomaly like color combo like usually red purples are super hard on themselves yet they get a ton done in life like like there's like all these other things that are just like um they have like a they're pushy with themselves a little like Mm -hmm. that's ambitious like that that's right on yeah Yeah, totally totally oh yes are you sending it to me or do i have to look at it oh that's a good one oh thank you let me see (laughs) Right now, oh yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. What do you? Oh, he's not purple at all. I mean, he's not green at all. Okay, I'm looking at him. What's his name? Scott Rigsby. Are we allowed to say that? Okay. Yeah, I guess you can look it up. All right, I'm just looking at him. I mean, the whole world knows. The whole world. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Okay, that's okay. This guy is super purple. So okay, he to me. And he's got a lot of red in him too, but he's way more Ooh. purple. And the red is like kind of calmed down. So he, I don't know what he does, but he feels like he's kind of like a people person. Like, I feel like he's really good with talking and communicating and passionate. So I feel like with him, it's like, let's connect. So I feel like you two have like a real, like when I look at you two, I get like a little sweaty in a good way. Right? <laughs> Me too. I, I get like, oh, I'm sweaty. Because I feel like you guys have this connection that like makes me blush. Like I'm like, I think you guys are good. Um, But I can see where he is. He's funny. I feel like he can, this is where you might butt heads in, in like your intimate, like, and it could be good and not, you know? Cause like, I feel like sometimes you got to pull the purple with him, which is okay. more like, spontaneous I'm gonna let you take over like whatever like you know you make the choices because but then I can see him getting sometimes a little like you I feel like you change roles a lot just for fun and mm-hmm. so I get in this in this intimate connection it's like you definitely play with different roles and you give each other space to create and you guys feel is that like, like the purple red the purple red swap yeah that's actually true because I I tend to be very strong, but he's really strong as well. Yeah. But he's so easygoing and sweet about it. He's not like dicky about it. In his no. Confidence. There's no ego. He's he's super masculine and strong, but he's so sweet about it. Aww. It's the it's the first man that, it, that I've ever responded to in that space because hmm. he's so um, masculine in a connected way where he knows exactly how to handle me. And I'm yeah. probably a lot. To well, your energy. Is strong and it can like it can freak people out and it can make people feel insecure who yeah. have their mm-hmm. own underlying insecurities. And so he's so not. I can totally see that with Jack. Yeah, he's so adorable about it. Like we, you know, I, I've talked to you about this before, Megan. Like he's in charge, and I've never had a man in charge before. But he's so freaking cute mm-hmm. about it that even if I'm giggling inside, I like I just let him. I want him to be in charge. And I'm always in charge. Yeah. So it's like, it's this really sexy dynamic. I love That's that. Nice. So he's, so he's red purple too. And that, and that works. Yeah. But you guys are like flip flop because like you're a little bit so more he's red. purple and then red. Yeah. He's like oh. super purple Oh, I'm with red. the red under it. And you're, you're more balanced. You're like half and half. Like, and I feel like you learn throughout your life to pull out the purple when you have to pull out the red when you have to, because that's just your life. Like you had to make, I don't know, but I feel like you'll manage yourself when you have to manage yourself in business and stuff like that. You'll put your foot down when you have to, you'll advocate, but then there's another part of yourself. that's just like, man, let's just go with it. You know? So there's, um, but he feels like way more go with it. And then I can see him being controlling in a fun way. 
like, oh no, I'm in charge tonight or like whatever. And then that's like, okay, that's fun. You know, so he's not scared of you, which is nice. Not at all. That's a turn off (laughs) when someone's scared of you. So that's pretty good. Yeah. No, you're good. You're, I love this. Okay. So, all right, Megan, you're yellow and purple. I'm yellow and purple. And, and your man is He's green and blue. Green and blue. Yeah. And so, I mean, clearly it's So what does that mean? So Megan is, okay. So Megan being yellow. See, yellow people are usually like take charge, but not in a controlling way, just in like their self-sufficient way. Like, and I do this and then I do this and then I'm going to plan for like eight different scenarios, which can happen. And And I feel like with her, because Christian, I see him being when it's about, and I don't, I haven't met him yet, but when it's about his business or about something that's work or something that he's focused on, yeah, he's in charge. But if it's about like other stuff, I feel like he can kind of let it go and let it flow. And I feel like for Megan, it's a feeling of stability and safety and something she can lean on. And all of a sudden she doesn't have to mm-hmm. plan for 4 billion different scenarios that she's the only person that can solve. Like she knows she has somebody who's yeah. like, well, hand that's a bridge we'll cross when we get to it. We don't, let's let that go, Meg. You know, so he can kind of get her off or like when she has anxiety or stress yes. or whatever. So that's what I like about Christian for you. Like he's a good um, foundational, stable, and he gets it, but he like won't mm-hmm. see green people when they're balanced and Christian's pretty balanced. Um, green people don't sweat the small stuff because they're always seeing the bigger picture. So if it's something that they don't have to deal with right now, is they truly can block stuff out, which I feel like mm, is good. And for I Meg. sweat the small stuff. I sweat for all Meg. the small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am detail oriented. That's because everyone's counting on us, Megan. It's all yeah, on us. That's true. Yep. Um, yeah. The, all the kids. It's a lot. What about chemistry? You know, as far as chemistry between you know me yet being yellow and purple and him being and green and blue. I mean, we don't have any combination of colors that are similar, whereas Brooke and her man are completely the same. Opposites attract. It's opposites attract, which also works, Mm. you know, that, that can work too. Um, actually I was surprised that Brooke had somebody like the same kind of, Mm. but opposites really do attract. So with you, Meg, like, I feel like, Mm -hmm. okay, so green people intimately, and I don't want to like call out Christian here. So I'll just speak generally about green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get all, you know, I don't want to get like creepy. I feel like greens can be like, ex- they notice everything in an intimate relationship. Like, why are you worried about this? Or don't like, let me do this for you. Or like, like, so like when I talk about body stuff, for example, I feel like he really sees you like what you enjoy or what you like or what you need and I feel good about that or whatever for him but that's kind of a green person thing they can be very very detail oriented in the bedroom like Mm. super passionate and then there is another side to green people because they can kind of go either way you gotta watch them before they get robotic that's the problem because green people can get robotic so you always have to, and they can get robotic emotionally too, like in emotional relationships where they stop talking sometimes and you got to kind of poke them like, Hey, we're talking, connect the same thing. In the How do you prevent that from happening? You just oh. have to like bother them. 
<laughs> bother, them. bother them. Yeah. <laughs> you just Push them outside to, their comfort zone. Yeah. You just have to like remind them like, Hey, we have to connect like eye contact or like whatever it is. Like we're talking tonight or you have to kind of bug them. Um, great people are great people, but for you to your chemistry, I feel like with him, he wants to protect you. And I feel like it's kind of like the safety, comfortable zone that you've entered in with him. And I mean, with you, I feel like he just sees, um, green people love a project and I feel like mm-hmm. with you he sees you as like oh my god this could be really something like the two of oh us my gosh. I'm like face palming right now because I'm I'm a project I am a project there's a oh, lot that no. comes with me so well merging your lives together is a project and I feel oh, like yeah. he's up for that you know, but like, where does that begin? It begins with your mindsets. And so I feel like you're in the process of merging your mindsets together, but he, he can, hmm. greens can be a little scientific about it. So sometimes like the hmm. romance is, is strong, but then sometimes they can like pull back and be a little bit too, um, what is it like scientific about it or a little too, um, what's the word? Uh, Oh my God. Like they can get a little, uh, sterile so like Hmm, sometimes green people will say things and you're like oh my god not cool like that didn't like hit me emotionally correctly but your dad's a green you know so I think you know how to deal with green people I do (laughs) yeah I do I do greens are in is green an unusual aura color it's one of the main five but they truly do not travel in packs like they are loners um like great like Bill Gates is a green, but he's a bad example. Brad Pitt's a green. Okay. Like he's a green. Um, I'm trying to think of handsome green people. But I love what you said, Michaela, though, about like in a sweet, cute way, like you have to bug him a little bit because yeah. sometimes like our men, they need a little nudge, right. For us to get what we need out of them. And it's not about like designing a human being to be who you want them to be, but like simple little things like last night, Scott and I were, we had a fabulous weekend and we were entertaining and we did this like really fun party in my teepee in my backyard, which was such a trip, a whole nother conversation, but we had like a small gathering. Um, we had this super sexy awesome. weekend. And, and then last night, like he has crazy ADD. He knows it. I know it. I'm not calling him out on it. So sometimes I have to like nudge him and be like, are you listening to me? Or like, Hey, <laughs> like I'm talking to you. Like, or I'll, ch- I'll say, what did I just say? And I don't do it in a mean way. Or I'll just stop mid-sentence and like literally wait a for his him? attention. Well, well, not a, not a test. It's more like, did you notice? I'm having a conversation and, and let's say he's on the phone. Instead of getting annoyed, because I kind of know that about him and I accept it, I just, I just stop. And then he'll finish what he's doing. I'll be like, okay, now now that you want to finish finish my story and I'm not pissed about it or anything. It's just like a little nudge. I'll be like, are you talking to me? Or I'll just say to myself, I know he's not capable of multitasking and hearing two things. Yeah. You know, it's not personal. Totally. So I love that, that takeaway advice for everybody when you're not maybe getting what you need or somebody needs a little nudge, you bug them a little bit in a sweet way because there's nothing worse than the annoying partner, the annoying needy partner, you know? Well, people can't mind read. It's true. You know what I mean? So most people can't mind reading. So what you have to do is you have to self-advocate, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're not feeling it or getting something, first you have to identify that you need it, which can be very vulnerable feeling. Like I need more attention from you. Like right there, you can feel like a real loser saying that, but like you're Mm -hmm. not like, that's okay to admit that. Like I need more intimacy. I need more passion. I need more romance. I need you to kiss me. I need you to do this. 
And first you got to know what you want. And then you have to say to them, like, listen, this is what I want. And I don't mean to make you defensive about it. And I tell people it's like a headache, right? Like if you had, if you have a headache, your partner is going to get you ibuprofen. Like even if he doesn't himself have a headache, he understands you Mm. need something from him. It's the same thing in sex or intimacy or any relationship. Mm -hmm. Just because they don't understand it doesn't mean they can't validate you and do something for you. I love that. I think it's super important to to separate your wants and desires than feeling needy and finding the words to be able to express that to get what you want. You know, last night is so funny. We 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 don't slow down enough to really like watch movies or watch television. And I've been really wanting to watch like a romantic movie and I kind of want and need more romance in my life and in my relationship and he does so many wonderful things, but I need I need romance. And so I chose the movie and I chose Out of Africa, which is like a three. Oh my God. <laughs> like I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, we've tried to watch it three times and we've fallen asleep in the first two. The music is incredible. You know, it's like a symphony. They won like best score, incredible. But we finally got through it last night because we started it early. And about midnight through the movie, I was like, this poor guy, it was so slow. I mean, it was great. It's a beautiful movie, the cinematography, but it was so freaking slow. Like he literally at one point said, is anything going to happen? Like, are we going anywhere? But he watched the whole movie with me, Megan, the whole thing oh, for so three sweet. hours. That's and so I sweet. Felt, it was so sweet. And I felt like I would look at him and even inside I'd be like, God, I hope something's about to happen. There wasn't even like an epic love scene in it. But I kept looking over at him and he would just smile. And I knew inside he was probably like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, are we done yet? And he was so tolerant and sweet about it. I just, I don't know. I think it's important to express those things and to be with somebody that, you know, gives a shit about what you want. Well, okay. M- Michaela, when we're talking about or we're just saying we don't really know what our org colors are. And I know I can go to your Instagram and I can look at your highlights and really like check off the boxes. She has a great Instagram, um, Brooke. You're going to have to check what, what's it out. The, what's the Instagram so highlight. everybody knows? What, what, uh... At Mystic Michaela. Okay, good. And so you can, you can really kind of read or look, watch your highlights and figure out what color you are. Okay. But I've, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Do certain aura colors fit better with others? Or is it bigger than that? No, it's true. Certain aura colors fit better with others. Really? That is so okay. true. Yes. Like, I'll often see greens and yellows together. Like, that is actually a really? good combo. Yeah. Because oh. um, you both kind of need your own independence and to make sense together. Like, neither of you want some sort of messy life, if that makes sense, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Huh. um. But you're purple too, which is like a, an empath color. And he's blue, you know, which is another empath color. So you guys fit together that way. But reds and like red people, like red blues, for example, like reds and like purples, they fit together well too. Like people who are purple and then people who are red, they are, they do uh-huh. really well together. Um, really? Yeah. And blue people go with, I didn't even talk about blues yet. Like blue people fit with anyone. Like, well, your husband's red. You're what what is red, red and your what is the blue aura? Why do they fit with anyone? Blues what is, what are, are empaths, so like it, like in, in in intimacy and sex relationships, like their big thing is like they truly. This is like so sweet. If their partner's having a good time, if their partner feels good, they feel good, and huh. that is literally for their whole life. Like if they made you dinner and you liked it, they borrow happiness all the time. So they need to be told 
thank you for this or thank you for that because they truly love pleasing people that like they love. like they need words of affirmation they of sure do they need a lot of that like that's like me I need that <laughs> so like, that sounds like, good but you said they go with anyone that sounds like a lot of work no it, you know it, they, it depends on how balanced they are like you know if they're insecure because sometimes blue people can be like pleasers in the way where they're a little insecure like so or they they need to be more um, dominated more you know, so it can't always be, if somebody wants them to be the leader in the relationship, that's not going to work so much. Like they're usually like, well, whatever hmm. you think, or like, well, I'll do what you want to do, or, or they're more that way. Um, but usually I see them with any color. So they kind of fit in. What, what about, if somebody about love languages? Let's talk about love languages to, for a second. Um, what type of love language goes with what aura color? Oh my gosh, you know, I'm terrible with love languages. Like I am not familiar with them myself. I'm not super, I'm not super I'm big on, on that. I'm going to Google it in Guys, this look, moment. Do you know them, Megan? Tell me what they are. Well, it's, you know, and I, I, I don't know if it's worth it. It's a great okay. book and the fundamentals are amazing, but it's okay. so individual. And some people have way more than just one love language. So <laughs> that's kind of a tough one. Yeah. Hey, it's and Christian. Hi. hi, Christian. How are you? Hey guys, good. Hey, how's it going? We are, we are talking about your beautiful colors and why they yes. work. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you girls are all weird. You I know, green people weird. don't, like whenever I talk to a green person about auras, at first they're like, the thing with green people is they need to like uh, name something themselves. So it's like, whatever it is, it's like, I just like, whatever I just said, you just put your own name on it. Like call it whatever you want. It's just energy. And then you own it. Like, I don't care. So it's funny. Cause like, whenever I read a green person, I'll say stuff. And then it's like, but, and then they're like, well, yeah, that's, I already do that. I call it this, this, this. And I'm like, right. So like, it's just what I, it's just, you, they have it's a control to thing. And I think it's just, I think cause green people have such filters on them in life that they're successful because they don't take in unnecessary or other people's opinions. Like they're not very cheap ish. They're not like cheap at all. So their big so thing weird. is that they have to really think for themselves. So any information that comes in they are hardwired to filter that and make sure that it agrees with their fundamentals or what they already have established in themselves. And if they do that, they'll name it something that works for them and then move on. You know, they, they, they pick and choose, but I, I always usually find greens to be very open-minded because they're always looking at new hmm. information. What happens if somebody's with a partner and their auras don't mesh? I mean, obviously it won't last long. And Good sometimes question. we choose, we choose the wrong people for whatever oh. challenge or lesson. I believe we have lessons we need to learn or sometimes we're just bad pickers and we choose, you know, volatile volatile is not the right word. I don't mean like physically volatile, but we, we choose, you know, spicy partners, which might not necessarily be easy. Like I'm in a phase right now in my life where I like easy. Like my partner is just so easy to be around. He has such a flow. He has this beautiful smile. His eyes sparkle. Everybody loves it. It's just easy. I've never been with an easy guy in my life ever, never, never, ever. And I think I chose that because maybe I yeah. liked conflict as a younger woman. So well, like you what happened? Struggle. You released struggle. And what you did was you didn't, because you're purple and purples need to create. And sometimes purples will do the phoenix out of the ashes things like, mm -hmm. like destruct, recreate, destruct, recreate. And what happened was you just got like woke to a point where mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? I'm going to create in different ways, not in these relationships. And now you found somebody who just is easy. And that's what love's supposed to be, I guess. But yeah, I that's agree. Just, 
that's spiritual awakening stuff right there. But y'all, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, is, yeah that's a whole nother. That's like a whole like good job, pat on, yay, slow clap. But like, so I like, what happens like when people don't like when people are for some reason connected to an aura that doesn't um, complement them? Right? Do, do, are do they you like see authentically? Yeah, a lot of that is programming, like how you were raised. So yeah. some people want to be with somebody that makes them feel, um, you know, I say we do what's we do what's normal for us, not what's good for us. So sometimes mm. we will find people that recreate our own self-abuse in our head or whatever. And it's sometimes it's not even their fault. You just pick a wrong personality for you. I mean, I can simplify and say like yellows and reds don't work, you know, like that's not gonna work. Like or greens and reds won't work or like, you know, I can say it that way, but, um, and that's true, but it really comes down to kind of like a deeper understanding of yourself. Like where you're like, why am I picking somebody who makes me feel like I do everything wrong? Is that an, or is that something I'm comfortable feeling? But that's more programming. Um, mm-hmm. well, yeah. hmm. well, so why wouldn't a yellow work with a red? So yellows are more, uh, yellows definitely have a plan of action, like how they want to do things. And reds do too. And they, and reds want to be the boss usually like in charge. Um, and then yellows don't want to be told what to do or micromanaged. So it's sometimes they can clash that way in relationships um, because it's like, well, and they have like the same, it's kind of like yellows are the kid in school. Like when um, there was like a class project given, the yellows are like, I will work on this completely independent things like that. Like they don't want to deal with other people's ideas on how to get something done. Red people, when they get the class project, they're like, oh, I'm in charge. I'm going to tell you all what to do. And I'm going to sit here and watch you do it. You know, mm-hmm. like, that. and that's kind of just different how they work. So when they get married, it usually doesn't work out so great. <laughs> what about in bed? What that, what's that chemistry um, like? That could be a lot of like, you're doing it wrong or like yellows are, I find Megan, you chime in. Yeah. Okay. And it's so funny because I was just talking to my yellow friend about this today. Yellows have to be a little bit particular before um, they have sex. Like I feel like they're before they have a sexual relationship or before that moment's going to happen. I get usually with yellows, there's kind of like a little bit of protocol or something. It depends on the person or whatever. And reds are kind of like, let's just jump into it. So it's, it can be a little bit of like a, like a push up on the boundaries a little bit. Mm. Um, also, I can see like yellow people, um, they, they want to make a moment out of a sexual experience. Like we're going to do it mm-hmm. this way and this is going to be nice. And like the room is clean and the kids are taken care of and all this. And now I'm ready. And then the red person's like, oh, you're ready. Hmm, I'm tired, you know, or whatever. So it can be a little bit of like a control situation, like a power struggle. And, um, it just can so be interesting. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go back really quickly because I said, I think this is so important as we begin to understand ourselves better as women and the choices we make and why we choose certain partners or why we don't. You said it's programming, right? And it's history and it's what we're used to. And sometimes we choose things that are bad or that don't work because we're used to it. You know, maybe we're used to being emotionally neglected or emotionally abused, or we're used to conflict or we're used to, um, you know, fire and spice. It's really interesting why we choose certain people and then stay in it until we're ready to move on to something healthier. I don't even know if that's the right word. Like I'm in a nice flow right yeah. now because ready to grow. I'm, I think because I was just tired of ready working to grow. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's fascinating. What, like, what would you say to people um, as our listeners begin to maybe tune in and try to identify their own aura or someone else's in, in being more perceptive to um, all of these vibrations that are going to better future relationships? Like how do, where do people begin to try to tap into their own or who to choose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like, just, even if you're drawn to a podcast like this, where it's a lot about um, self-discovery, like you already know you want to mm-hmm. know more about yourself. You're trying to get closer to yourself because mm-hmm. you're listening to things like this. And so that's one. And, and so kind of identifying that there's a want there to know yourself better. And then the next question this is super fundamental. It's how do I feel? 
Mm-hmm. A lot of us do not know how we feel. We go through life very um, robotically because it's easier mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, through, and that's where the programming gets you. Yes. So the, the way, yeah, the roles you were given as a child or the way, yeah. Yeah, because our parent. I mean, if I look back at the generation of my parents, they didn't ask me questions, simple questions like, how do you feel as a child? I ask my children all the time because I want to know how they feel. I ask, it's funny, I've asked my boyfriend this and it, it, it's almost like it's a bizarre question where I was like, how's your heart? He'll be like, huh? Like what? He had to get used to that kind of dialogue. Like, no, how do you feel inside? I just want to know how you are, how your day was, or let's talk business. How do you feel? And I think so many of us are not dialed into our own personal well-being to even identify with that. So that is an awesome place to start. How do you feel? Yeah. Does this how feel do you good? Feel? And really why? And then how about dig. taking it one step further? Yes. Why? <laughs> like, I feel anxious. Why? Why do I feel anxious? Oh, and then you think about it. Like, I don't know, my that email I just got triggered me. Why'd that bother you? You know, and then you start mm-hmm. having this little crazy person conversation with yourself, but it helps. And then so you important. realize you just, and then all of a sudden, just one day, it's just stuff that used to take up your energy doesn't anymore. And stuff what? that used to feed you just does not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. What color is that aura that for somebody that's very intense and makes everyone around them uncomfortable? I call those people energetically irresponsible. It's kind of like when they're going through something and they, they just like bleed it all over everyone else. They're messy, man. And like, we're Ugh. all allowed to have those times, you know, like, if, if, you know, some people are like that, right? But just- some people are all that and they're toxic. So it really depends. Actually, every single aura color as an energetically uh, irresponsible period. It's just the different ways they do it. Like red people can get very loud and aggressive and controlling. Purple people can get super self-destructive and like toxic uh, relationships and toxic cycles. Yellow people can get super perfectionist. Um, green people can get like they shut down completely and they don't see themselves or hear themselves. And blue people can just get super needy and victimized. So we all have like every single aura color has a symptom of that uh, but some people hmm. do compartmentalize better than others which isn't necessarily better but it's easier to be around I hmm. love this this is so fascinating I, I feel like I, I want to study this now I'm following you on Instagram right hey. now I love this I also um and wanted you to talk po- podcast too you have to oh, listen to your podcast what's the name of your podcast know your aura with mystic Michaela okay I'm gonna definitely check that out but can you also tell mm-hmm. us about your aura reading workshops for people who might be interested in educating themselves in this area? Well, nowadays, because of the fun times we live in, it's been taken to Zoom. And every once in a while, I'm just, I'm doing one actually on auras and palms coming up, but Hmm. it's still, so I'm going to have to do another one. How your palm relates to your aura is fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, just little, I I explore all sorts of things. I want to do like a crystal and aura one. So like, if you follow me, I'll post my pop-up events and things like that. that, that Well, I'm following you now. And I love this. I I love this. And you know, it's something that not a lot of people are talking about. And I just think we need as much information as possible. And um, this is really cool. It's really, Well, thank you girls for having me on. Thank you for coming on. This has been wonderful. I love talking to you. Yes. Yes. Likewise. Thanks for the advice. Well, I'm sure we'll talk soon. (laughs) Take care girls. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
That was so fun. You know what, Megan? It made me think of something. I wanted to share this with you. My um, my bestie, her name is Mal Anderson, and she's written several books. And one of them, um, this kind of segues so nicely into it, is a book called Change Your Home, Change Your Life with Color. And I remember a period of time when I was coming out of my marriage, and my house was kind of like earthy and brown. And I grew up in Arizona and I I don't want to say dull, but I was responding Mm -hmm. to colors that were familiar to me that I grew up in. And I was never like a pink person. Like if I had roses or whatever, they were white. And she really encouraged me to introduce color into my life and to understand, Mm. which is so similar to the auras. It's so fascinating what color Uh, can do for us, right? It it is. And Mm -hmm. she encouraged me. She was like, you have to bring purples into your lives and pinks or what do you respond to? And I swear, I made a drastic shift. I bought a piece of art. I think you saw it at my house, actually, the pink roof pastine in my family room. I think we had a conversation about this. And it was so Uh off the beaten path for me. Like, I am not a hot pink girl. I do not. And I'm telling you, it makes me so happy. And now my roses are like, I love to make floral arrangements, but they're like fuchsias and pinks and whatnot. And she taught me so much about history. It's very similar to what Michaela was saying, how we respond to certain colors, why, how to open up our senses, um, which type of hues are, are for you and how to really unlock your color sense. It's like sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. And it's an incredible book. And it's kind of a workbook too. I'm going to give it to you when you come over, but it's really about like, I love that rolling, rolling out of the new, rolling out of the old and bringing in the new and, and, and how to like bring that feeling into your home and how to help it dictate your moods. Like even in my bedroom, like, and it's not just color. It's like, it's the fragrance of flowers. It's the ambiance. It's creating like, you know, I want to say sensual because I like a sensual vibe in my house, but it's creating happiness in my daughter's room. You know, my kitchen has bright yellows because it, it makes me happy. And I was so, it's so fascinating what Michaela was saying, how we see and we respond to certain things and it goes way beyond chemistry and pheromones. Cause I, I never, ever thought there was a union of auras. Like I know if I'm chemically attracted to someone and sometimes I wonder why maybe I'm chemically attracted right. to the wrong person. This is so cool. Yeah. You know yourself, you know, your aura, you know, your partner. And I think it all goes together with that energetic, um, personal growth. So, yeah. um, yeah, I love it. it. I'm kind cool. of fascinated right now by like metals too. Like I love mixed metals and I guess we shift, right. You know, and, and, and we go through it, but there's certain colors that Periods really make me happy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love, love it. That. All right, everybody, that was so interesting. I love having an opportunity to learn something different. Make sure to follow her at Mystic Michaela. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to learning more about some of her workshops. Everything is so available to us via Zoom right now. And let us know what you think. We are um, really considering all of your feedback. You can email us at ik at iheartradio.com. We love hearing from you. And we are open um, to new conversations and, and, and you know, keeping our dialogue dynamic. So let us know what you want to hear about and, and what you think. Okay, we hope we hear from you guys soon. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.